re-watching The Sopranos series. And um, so, hey, you know, I had, to, I had to throw that in there. Anyway, thanks so much. This is Megan. This is pod, the podcast. Oh, gosh, I can't even get my words out anymore. Orange Couch Therapy, our third installment in this whole podcast series. Thanks again for coming. Thanks again for listening. I so appreciate the love. So you know how we've been talking about uh, the winter blues, and I had such an awesome discussion with my friend last week, as you all heard and were were listening in. Um, And so we're going to continue. And the next thing that I have on the list is maybe it's not depression. Maybe it's not, I just lost the momentum. Maybe that loss of momentum is actually fear of failure. No, don't say it. Because if we address this, and this means that we're going to have to probably move through that, which means we're going to have to do the scary stuff. No, no. Um, yeah, fear of failure. What do you guys think? Anything strict, strict, strike, strike a chord with that? You know, fear of failure is obviously, I think, such a common thing that I think a lot of people go through. So first of all, if it is, you're not alone, obviously. I've had plenty of times where I've had fear of failure, um, but I've just gotten so sick of it that I just don't care anymore, and I just kind of continue forward anyway. Um, anyway, so when we're talking about fear of failure, I usually like to start from the beginning. Like, how far back does this go for you? Is this something that's kind of been instilled in you since the beginning, Was it a message from a really important person in your life? Like, what were they telling you? Um, You know, were these messages really meant out of love, but they had those negative tones in there, like, get out of here with that. You can't be a backup dancer for Michael Jackson. You're crazy. You need to get a real job. Is it that? Is it, you know, as I was just discussing that, another idea popped up in my head. Is it that you feel like by going through and following through with all of these goals, are you not meeting somebody else's expectations of you? Like, what is this? So anyway, there's a couple of things. So I'm always, like I said, a fan of starting from the beginning. How far back does it go? Let's start from there. So if you can kind of think of something that kind of that that pops up for you where somebody important to you kind of said something negative, let's start from there, start to think about that. And maybe that's something you need to like write out, talk out loud about, talk to somebody about, journal about, you know, just to work through those things and um, and figure that out. Another thing, actually, that's really, that's kind of come up a couple of times in some of my sessions with my clients, my really awesome, wonderful clients who are so willing to, to work through and, and, and dive deep. Um, there's been the fear of failure is like, they're scared of being out of their comfort zone because you know, of course, like that's why we call it the comfort, the comfortable zone. Well, the comfort zone, it's comfortable. Of course we want to stay there. We don't want to, we don't want to have to rearrange and adjust and change because that's all scary. Right now, you know how to function every day with where you're at. And if you were to change that up, that would be really, really super 
uncomfortable. It would be annoying. It would take more time. It would uh, change the way you're feeling, like all of these things, right? So I get that. But obviously, if we're going to be staying in the same spot, I mean, nothing's going to change. Nothing is going to change. Um, So you might as well push forward and, and get through these things. And think about it. Like, are you able to imagine what your life is going to be like after you've accomplished what you want to accomplish? What is that going to look like? Um, and then also, too, like, are you, are you fearing that, you know, being uncomfortable in that? Like, well, then what am I going to worry about? Then what am I going to strive for? Then what? Is that it? Is that all I've got? Is that all I'm going to be be doing and what's the next best thing. And so sometimes that keeps us there in the same spot because we just don't know what it's going to look like on the other end. Ooh, I just had another really good idea too. Sometimes I think what might be happening too is like you have an idea of what you want to do. You've got like, you know, the, the beginning stages, but you're stopping yourself from even starting because after those stages that you already are very highly educated on, you don't know what the heck to do after that. And that alone can be really scary. You're like, well, what, I'm going to start this and I'm going to tell people about it. And then what? I'm going to stop because I don't know nothing after that. And so that could be, that could be a reason, you know, why you're, why you're fearing failure. That's, that's a possible way of feeling. So anyway, I just like to talk about those beginning, um, you know, like what, what is the cause? What is actually, you know, starting that, that dialogue in your head and what is keeping you from moving forward? Ooh, one more thing, one more thing when it, in terms of, um, you know, just kind of like, you know, where it stems from. I've even heard of people going, being so scared to move past something because they're, you know, they could be they know what to do and stuff, but they're so worried about how they're going to change as a person. They're worried about how other people are going to change around them as they see their success in something. And, you know, feeling like, oh, well, shoot, you know, I, I'd, I'd, I'd rather not lose these relationships and I'd rather just, you know, be comfortable here. And so that definitely is, um, you know, one of the causes of, you know, fear of, fear of failure, you're going to fail in your relationships, you're going to change as a person, like all of those things, all of those things definitely come into play when you're trying to succeed at something. So as I'm talking about this stuff, it also brings me to the subject of perfectionism, which I think can also go hand in hand with fear of failure. I certainly, just full disclosure, like I certainly have struggled with perfectionism, especially in my adulthood, like going through uh, my, my, my education, you know, like you're, man, you're putting a lot on the line. So if you're putting a lot on the line with your goal or whatever it is, and especially I think too, when you've got people who are making decisions based off of your work, uh, yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna throw your perfectionism into hyperdrive. So is that part of it? Is that part of the equation? Whose timeline are you trying to adhere to? Did you set one up for yourself? Do you have somebody in your life who you're like, oh my God, I love everything about them, how they do things, um, how they've accomplished their goals. I need to be like them. And if I'm not, I am not worthy. My work is not worthy. Whatever it may be, please take them off the pedestal and start doing your own thing. 
do you have somebody on a pedestal? Oh my gosh, that's a whole different other conversation, but I need to stay on track. So perfectionism. So do you have somebody's way of working or how you were raised? Do you have your parents or guardians or, you know, whoever you looked up to, do you have their way of living and getting through something or accomplishing a goal on a pedestal? Like take it down, because it worked great for them. It doesn't mean that it's going to work great for you and that that's, you know, it's, it's true to you. So just go ahead, take that off the shelf, dust it off, go pack it away in a box, go put it somewhere else in the basement. This is some good stuff. Um, all right. So what does failure look like? I think it can mean different things to each person. I think if I think of failure, I'm thinking like, I don't even... I don't know, failure. (laughs) I'm okay. So this is what came up for me as soon as I said the word and I was like, failure testing. I hate taking tests. I've never been a good test taker. Um, I don't know. I just, I hate it. It's, it's the death of me, but Hey, I managed through anyway. Um, so (laughs) I literally think of that, like, Oh, I totally failed that one. Um, I guess in life, in terms of goals, I mean, I've definitely failed. Like actually, I, I, when I, I started my master's program in 2016, I had gone to a program out here. Um, oh man, I don't know. It was out here in the, in the Northwest suburbs. So I, I went probably for a year and the school, oh my gosh, I just, I, it was, it was not a good fit. The instructors, I'm not trying to down anybody, but basically it just, it was not a good fit. The program, it just didn't work well for me. It wasn't the kind of support there. There was no support there that, that was really good for me. Anyway, long story short, they, I was academically dismissed. My grades, um, you know, didn't meet a certain standard, which they were actually still really good, but it was just so rigorous and I had missed it, you know, probably by a hairline fracture and, and they're like, well, you know, we're, we have to academically dismiss you. You can, you can dispute it. And I was like, actually, no, I have no intention of disputing it because this program is not for me. So I felt like I had failed. I mean, that was that was a low blow. I mean, I had already done a year. I had already spent a lot of money on that program and just to for it to all come to a screeching halt. And so it felt like a major failure. Um, but then I just, because of my experience prior to that in terms of following through with things, I just knew that if I could push through this and um, find another program, it would be well worth it. And, um, you know, that I would find my way eventually. And wouldn't you know, Northwestern university was on the other side waiting for me with open arms. And it was probably one of the best experiences of my career. I just, I, um, I'm so grateful for that program and, uh, that I ended up there. Um, so yeah, so pushing through those, what does failure look like to you? And I think that's also something really worth pinpointing, getting it down on paper, figuring those things out, because the more you can plan for these things, I mean, the better. I'm, I'm a huge fan of planning stuff. So if you can figure out what your failures are, what that would look like to you, how can you get through those? How can you set yourself up for those? So that way you can get through those. 
I think this is such a cool conversation because as I continue to discuss, like all these other things start coming up and, um, you know, in terms of why we might be feeling these things, why this is such a common thing for people to fear, feel fear of failure. Um, so as I was thinking about that, I mean, some people are like, well, how do I know when, um, the thing that I think I really, really want to do is actually not the thing that's right for me. Like when, where's the line? Where's the line between I've done enough. I've tried all I can. I put everything I can into it and it's still not working out. When do you cut it off? Um, Ooh, that's a big one. And maybe that's why people are a little bit of, you know, scared and fear that failure because they're like, what if that happens? What if I have to face that? What if I get through this? I mean, this is something that is so important to me. I want to do it. I know this is my huge dream, blah, 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 blah. But what if I actually try it and it ends up not being what I thought it was? It's going to be a huge letdown. That is going to just, oh my gosh, that's going to be stab in the heart right there. So that actually reminds me of another intervention that is really commonly used in uh, in therapy and something that I resort to a lot is called um, ACT, Acceptance and Commitment Therapy. So, okay, fine. So you've got this idea. So you're planning ahead. You're thinking of all of these scenarios. You're driving yourself crazy. And you come up with those, you know, what if I get to that point? Okay, well then you know what? I mean, this is if if somebody were coming to my office and we're talking about this and they and they have this fear, um that's what I would go to. Okay, let's start to get through that. Let's start to talk through that. What is that going to look like? Worst case scenario, what is that going to look like? How are you going to feel? What do you think is going to happen for you? And then how do you work through that? How are you going to get past that? Um, you know, is this dream you know, your, how much of your worth are you putting into this dream? Um, you're not this dream. This dream isn't you. It's just, it's a big part of you. It's a big desire. Okay, sure. Yeah. We want to try to accomplish it. Absolutely. But is it everything? Is it life? No, you're going to move on from it. So let's just start to accept that that might be a possibility. It might not be for you after all is said and done, after all of the money is invested, after you are, um, you know, whatever it may be, you put in the time, sweat, the tears, everything. There might be a situation where you conclude that, oh my gosh, after all of that, it is not for me. And that's okay. I'm here to tell you it is okay. It is okay that that happens. Because if you didn't get through these, I mean, how are you going to know what's going to be, what, what's going to work for you and what's not? That's how we, you know, we have to, it's trial and error. Sometimes there are big, big trials and big, big errors, and that's okay. You know, usually when I'm thinking of these things and I'm making a decision about, you know, something that I want to do, I contemplate, you know, which is the lesser of the two evils is... I mean, you know, where where I'm weighing the pros and cons. I'm definitely a pros and cons type of person. But, um, you know, is it, which is the lesser of the two evils? To not do it and go, whew, yeah, but at least I didn't fail. Or is it, you know, you'd rather take the route of, oh, shoot, I did fail, but hey, at least I tried and I'm so glad that I tried. I'm definitely one of those people where I'd, I'd like to know that, hey, at least I tried and not ever wonder if it would have succeeded. 
Um, so maybe that's something you got to ask yourself. I hope you guys have such a wonderful week. Uh, we will see you next week, next Monday with another new episode. Thanks again for all of your support and listening. This is Megan and this is Orange Couch Therapy.